0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
1: What you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Loud
2: out, what do you got? All right, guys. So I'm not going to tell you how to last more than 15 seconds. People are asking me that is not my what you need to know. Okay? I'm just saying. Just Google that, bro. You yeah, know what I mean? That, that's not for me to handle on air. That's there's a, that's a you. problem. That, there's places you can go for that. Yeah. Let's just say the guys talked about that pill not too long ago. Anyways, so I had a whole thing about Tesla, but you know what? This actually hits home for me. Starbucks is planning on increasing their prices again. They increased them back in October, then in January, literally last month. And now they're saying that due to inflation and the cost of having employees, that they are thinking of raising their prices again. I already pay almost $6 for my coffee. I don't know if they're going to keep my business. To I told you, girl, just make Laura. it at home. I, think, I think I'm think i going to go You can actually the buy the Starbucks coffee to make it home. Convenience, listen, man. Listen, I just li- order it on the app, I pick it up, Look, and I go. Listen to me. Let's do
3: math together. You no, ready? no, no, no,
2: no, no, because yes. it breaks my heart. No, no.
3: listen does. to me. It's no. important. This is critical. Vamos
2: a hacer matemática.
3: Sí, si, muchas gracias, no. señor. Listen to me. Okay, go. $6 a day. Let's just say you do it every day for a month. That's $180 in a month, okay? Oh, you're you're being, you're being generous.
2: That's generous cuz I okay, did right. the math. The I
1: did today.
3: Okay. Right. Okay. Right. Uh, right. Oh, damn. Okay. So, a uh, $180 being generous. Can we call it 225? Sure. Okay, $225 damn, a month. you get you're more than giving, one more
1: a day. <laughs> I'm in <you're> school. Giving, <laughs> I'm damn, college girl. college student, okay? What are you, seriously. Dude, this is my second one today. Howard Schultz doesn't need your money. You know what I'm saying? He's got plenty of it. I right, know,
3: I know. Right, you're giving Starbucks. <laughs> you ready for this? This is going to no, hurt no. now. No, no listen to me. No,
2: oh, oh, you're giving
3: Starbucks uh-huh. 10% of your rent. In other words, you want to move out. I could move out. Damn. Right, you want to move out of your parents' house. It's time. You, you're trying to crunch the numbers, mm-hmm. and when you say, I got to give something up so I can have more for rent, $225 goes to coffee. That's I'll, sad. I'll give, you, I'll give you the same That's coffee That's $2,700 a day. year in coffee. That's right. sad. I'm giving you the same thing every day
2: for about a dollar. Okay, I have to cut it. I have to cut it. That's a lot. Like, literally, I was reading the story right now, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. It's Look crazy. what you just
3: did to me, by the way. You turned me into the old guy dad. No, but
2: that's <laughs> actually good advice. No, it is. It is. I mean, because it's it's an addiction that I have and that I said that I was going to cut. And I do for like three weeks or a month here and there. And then I'm like, oh my God, I need to
1: Do you realize that, hold on, you can buy one of those Starbucks K-Cup things that come yeah. with 22 K-Cups in them yeah. for $18.49? Oh, the dude, sad you-
2: thing is my mom bought that box thing at Costco. Wait. Right. And wait, wait, hey, Target. Sixteen seventy nine, yeah, actually. Right. Yeah, it's sad.
1: Sixteen seventy nine. Twenty-two cups of coffee for sixteen seventy nine. Like that less than a dollar.
2: That's so sad. It is terrible. Seventy-six
1: Laura. cents, and you're paying six dollars for it. You're spending almost a hundred times more.
2: Everybody Drinking that Starbucks—that's your last one, okay? This is my last one. I'm
1: just saying, like, I'm all about. It's cool, like, you know.
2: No, but like, I should. not I should. Like, if I you really were going, like, listen,
1: if you, if, if you were going to, instead of Starbucks, let's call it like
2: mom and know, pop, mom and pop. Yeah, so. yeah,
1: right. You know, Juanito's coffee shop. You know what He's I'm different. saying?
2: Mm-hmm. Like, Shlomo's then I'm. okay. Whatever, I,
1: Juanito and his family needs the money. I'm good with that. But if you're going to give it to Howard Schultz, nice man, I'm sure. But he's got billions. He doesn't need your $2,700 a year in coffee. He could, You could still just give him 1679 for 22 cups of coffee.
3: That is true. $2,700 a year <laughs> oh my God. in coffee. You guys tell a ta- young woman oh. who's finishing school, grinding, working two jobs, wants to move out, and you're given $2,700 up for coffee. God, when you hear that, doesn't it make you like? It go, does oh
4: hurt. My God.
1: It, it does. It hurts. Lindsay, are you a, you're not a coffee person too, are you?
4: No, but I was just gonna say if it if it helps at all incentivize you, I feel like I'm rich ever since I gave up DoorDash. Like oh, I have so. Yeah. Well, much we talked extra about money. About all that I don't stuff. know what to do with. Yeah, we, like, we talked about all thing. that stuff.
1: And look, I know people, you know, do the, do those jobs, and I, you know, so whenever I do order from DoorDash or Postmates or any of those places. Uh, grub up like i tip good because i know that that job's a grind i don't use it all that much because to your point i do think it's more important to go like get it from directly from the mom and pop place or something mm-hmm. you know
3: well no regardless more here's listen i was a starbucks drinker as well and what happened is oh I, wait a second up. i
2: don't got uh, i don't got mason's kind of money you know wait a it's second true. yeah wait a
1: second tell me tell me i'm getting a text
2: uh, from- uh is it mason
1: from Jorge Briones. See? Oh,
2: yeah, I drink a lot.
1: He's talking about Laura. That's
2: true. Uh-huh. He's always talking about me. Bro, I do and your job.
1: And he said, I tried helping her quit. Mm-hmm. That's and true. He went, did. I went back and had her delete the app. That's true. He and then he says, No entiende.
2: Es cierto. Do you know what that means,
1: you know what that means Cap? No entiende. See? Si.
2: What? She doesn't listen. Oh.
1: That's good, yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. So I don't no, understand, so he but close time. enough, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, she not, plus, she, not, she, she not offers, pe- she offers everyone in the studio coffee. That's so Laura, true. So, not only are you buying your own coffee, you're buying right. people. Girl, you need to stop. She's go go to buy some cake cups and bring them to work. Yo, well, right. I
2: do, but, like, that's my personality. I'm always like. I will, listen, I have a
1: Keurig here, okay? that was, I have one at that, home, too. <laughs> we we got Oh, my God. I will give you one. We have an extra one here that got sent to us by accident, okay? That we have literally been sitting here with. Okay, and I was gonna give it. I was just gonna give it to somebody, but I'll give it to you to put it in the office. Put it in yeah. that that office where you guys all hang out, and just and then, have it there.
3: Right, and then go to Costco and buy one of those donut shop box coffee things with like seventy-five K cups. Y'all know
4: in it we for have like a coffee bucks. machine
2: here, right? <laughs> Look, I, was I don't know. Say they, all they, I know. the is, company
4: is, provides all of that. There's for us.
2: A, Ke- a Keurig there, a K-Cup. Whatever. It's, it's yeah. like their version I don't drink of coffee, it. So yeah. I don't know. It's their version of it or whatever. All right, whatever. Well, but- listen,
3: you got to give these things up. When I saw the dude on Shark Tank, Mr. Wonderful, yeah. I don't know how he made his money. I don't know how rich he really is. I don't know anything about the guy. But he made such a great point. Why would I pay Starbucks every day $5 for a cup of coffee when it cost me 25 cents at home? I was like, yeah. So let me tell you one thing I gave up and tell me what you guys think about this.
1: Yeah.
2: I gave up valet parking. Okay. I mean, you can avoid that sometimes. <laughs> I mean, in sometimes some places it's hard. You some, know what I mean? I
4: I never, never use valet. Valet is like a, that's like a rich folk perk. No, uh, but so there you know, are some
1: places you go, unless you're just going to park really far away. You know what I'm saying? No, like there's the-
2: places you can't even park far away and you yeah. have to use that service. Yeah. One of my favorite spots.
3: And I know Go-go-long, all the valet guys Pemona. there. Listen, I know all the valet guys. And every time I come out, if it's six dollars for valet, I gotta give them ten. Okay, no big deal. Yeah. But but it's like it's ten dollars. So if I'm at my favorite spot twice a week and it's twenty bucks a week and it's eighty bucks a month and I start doing the math, I'm like, I'm giving up valet parking.
1: So what do you do? Exactly. I was gonna say, what so, do you do?
3: So I I, I park, I'm telling you, hundred and fifty
1: yards away. At a I at
3: walk, a meter. No, no meter on on the street, and I and oh. it's you know, but it's like, tells oh, you the time. Oh, so there's
1: free parking around okay. you. Okay, that's then, yeah, yeah, yeah. different. Well, that's different. But some places don't have free. Yes, parties. I
2: understand. So I or even validate. parking,
1: even metered parking, yep. like I, that, because I, sometimes you'll go to a place, right? Isn't no and, like
2: they don't even have that either.
1: And there's a ton of metered parking, but they're all full. Like, so what do you do? Yeah, yeah. There are times when I still will
3: valet, but I've like giving up coffee. Okay. Give up something. I gave up valet parking. It saved me 80 bucks a month. So I'm saying, give up something.
2: Okay, okay. I'm giving up the Starbucks. Dale. I'm going to,
1: yeah. Okay. Ándale. All right, that is what you this need to know. Brought to you by Barranco Casino Resort and Spa. Good times less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Don't forget, 710 ESPN is your tickets to see the battle for the Lombardi Trophy. Keep listening every hour for the Super Sounder. When you hear it, be caller 7. By the way, spoiler alert, it'll probably happen in the commercial break. No, it will. It will happen in the commercial breaks. One of them. Uh, and you can call and be caller 7 at eight seven 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 ten espn and you will qualify to win a pair of super tickets for the big game. 710 ESPN is your championship radio station. All right. So Bradley Beal today, according to David Aldridge of The Athletic. You know, David Aldridge, as you know, uh, Cap has been around the NBA for many, 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 many years. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. David Aldridge, very plugged in once, uh, worked here at ESPN, worked at Turner Sports. Now works at The Athletic. And, you know, Bradley Beal has been quite reluctant, really, to leave the Washington Wizards because there's always these, well, if Bradley Beal were available, but yeah, he doesn't want to leave Washington. Well, apparently, according to David Aldridge, who's obviously very plugged into the D.C. area, says that Bradley Beal for the first time is finally thinking about, all right, well, maybe I'm going to end up moving. You know, maybe maybe I should get traded. And I think to myself, everyone knew eventually, like the Wizards weren't going to be good enough even though they started hot this year, that Bradley was going to get traded, just had to be patient about it and set yourself up, right? And here's the thing with the Lakers. If they just would have been patient, okay? And that's everybody involved, okay? Because we know that LeBron and AD are involved in these decisions and, and Palenka and, you know, the management, everyone is involved, right? It's one big family meeting, right? If they just would have been patient the guy who actually would have helped them more on this team than Russell Westbrook would have been Bradley Beal. And here's the thing with Bradley Beal, Cap. Bradley Beal does not make $45 million. He makes thirty-three. So if the Lakers would have just ran it back one more time, you might have had a shot here at the deadline when the Wizards are just like, eh, they're all right, you know? You might have had a shot, as the Wizards are in 12th place in the Eastern Conference, out of the play-in, to potentially use the same package that you used for Russell Westbrook, or actually a lesser version of it because of the money, you wouldn't need to send as many players, and you could have potentially gotten Bradley Beal.
3: So Rob Palenka's driving around right now, and he's thinking to himself, yeah, hey, um, Sedano, like, tell me something I don't know. Everything we did did not work out. Everything the Rams have done, that's, that's how it works, okay? They got to a championship game. For us, it didn't work out. And by the way, you're right, we get it. Like, you know, if maybe we would have just, to use your phrase, run it back with the same roster we had, and if we would have just pumped the brakes just a little bit, maybe we'd actually be in a better spot today. Record-wise, with the same group
1: we had a year ago. Oh, no, they would absolutely be better record-wise. Well, they so were 23-6 and six or whatever the hell or something like that, or 23-8 and eight when LeBron and AD were healthy. Right. So so
3: when Rob's driving in for tonight's game, he's hearing all that, and he's going, well, I'll tell you, man, I hate to admit it, but uh, everything he just said is kind of right.
1: Because, I, 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 again, the fit would have been perfect. Like, if you were, if I were, I'm not even joking. Like, this isn't hyperbolic, right? I'm not, this isn't hy- hyperbole on my part. Like, if I were drawing up an all-star caliber player to play with LeBron and AD, it would be Bradley Beal.
3: Are, is that hypo, hyperbolic, hyperbole or no?
1: No, no, it's it's not. Like, literally, I, if I was saying, if, you had, if I had my pick of all-star caliber players, now, yeah. obviously, you know, KD is not going to play with LeBron or Kyrie Harden. Like, those guys are spoken for, right? Like, they want to play together. They don't want to play with LeBron, whatever. But of guys who would be available at the all-star caliber level, because John Morant is not available, right? Steph Curry is not available. But we all knew eventually, eventually, Bradley Beal would be available. Just had to be patient. And now we're getting an inkling that that's the case. But he is – I mean, we've been talking about Bradley being on this station for two years and talking about how he'd be the ideal fit. And now, now he's going to be potentially available, if not this trade deadline, which I doubt. But it seems fairly certain that during the offseason, he's probably going to realize, hey, we didn't even make the play-in, dude, yeah, dude after we dude. traded for all those guys. You but know? the
3: word you're using, patience – Jeannie doesn't have it. Rob doesn't have it. Kurt well, Rambis I don't know if doesn't, doesn't have it. doesn't have it. I think
1: Jeannie just trusts her basketball
3: people. Well, but you listen, know? but listen. But I you, you didn't let me get to LeBron. LeBron doesn't have it. LeBron doesn't have patience. So That's fair. LeBron, yeah, so LeBron decided hey, look, um, this these guys right here didn't happen. Get them out. Get these guys in. And it was LeBron, and I'm saying he's kind of driving the bus, is what I'm getting at, who's impatient. And why is he impatient? Because he don't. He don't have that much longer. He's not going to play till he's forty four, no, like Tom Brady I, just did. I,
1: I get that, man, but it, it just—it's wild. And I know it's revisionist history, and I know it's hindsight being twenty twenty. But we all knew he'd eventually be available. But all right, we can continue this on the other side.
3: Hey, George, uh, real quick. But real first, quick. tell us, George. Yeah, yeah. I want to tell you there's what? some breaking news. Okay. That impacts the Rams coaching staff. Okay. And it's related well, to a whole bunch of moves around the NFL. So. Everybody should stay tuned for this.
1: Okay, let's do that. And I also want to get into why they should fear Joe Burrow. All right? Uh, so we'll get into all that on the other side. We're back in three minutes.
0: Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! On Yeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured... It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink
1: wisely. It's a great song. Really great song. I
3: that George Michael brought that back. I don't think I realized that. And I like George Michael. Really? Yeah. I always liked George Michael.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I'm more familiar with this version than the original, because the original, I was too young, you know? So. It's like the sun going down
3: on me. Oh, that was good. I
1: mean, I guess. That
3: boy got talent. Um,
1: You don't like a crepe? You know, I'm not opposed to a crepe. I don't seek out a crepe. Oh, but I don't seek them out either. But if I'm like somewhere, like if I'm at like Disneyland or Disney World, right? And there's like a spot for a crepe, you know? Like if you go to like Disney World in Orlando, they have like Epcot Center and they have like all the country pavilions or whatever. Mm -hmm. You go to France, Mm -hmm. you got some crepes there. You know, you can have a crepe with a little Nutella. Maybe yes. Some strawberries. Yes.
3: You know? Nutella. Throw Nutella on anything and I'll eat it. Yeah. I mean, maybe
1: yeah. I had maybe Nutella not like on anything. a donut the other day.
3: No way. You? Yeah. Really? A guy who busts out 20 flexiones had a donut?
1: Yeah. 30. And then. Six more times, or five more
3: times. Um, But, yeah,
1: I mean, I went to Randy's Donuts in Torrance. I told you, Randy's Donuts, man.
3: You know, you're there, so you might as well stop in, you know? Right. Stop in, say hello. Hey, Randy, what's up?
1: It's a great, listen, Randy's Donuts are incredible.
2: I understand. That is true, and I'm not a huge Donut person.
1: And now they got one close by, you know what I'm saying? Like, That's going to be dangerous. Yeah,
3: it's going to be hard. it be hard for you. Yeah. So I mentioned to you, George, right before the break, that there's breaking news that will impact the Rams coaching staff. And. Oh, yes. Thank baby. you so much for that. Gosh, that felt
1: good. Yeah, um, Do you feel like you're doing sports center right now? I feel
3: like right <laughs> now. I mean, I'm Neil Everett right now.
1: You know, if you do you think you could do sports center? Like if we before you get to the breaking news, like if I just threw you on set with Neil and Stan and Ashley and Linda Cohn. You know any combination of of those four people who do the LA Sports Center? Do you think you could hang on Sports Center?
3: Now you know I'm a very overconfident person. Oh right? yeah,
1: I know that's why I ask.
3: Okay, let me let me answer your question by saying this: I got a better chance of filling in for Jimmy Kimmel than I have for filling in for Neil Everett. Does this make sense to you? No. I I, I if you told me go deliver the monologue and then do a couple of interviews. And, and that's your, your, the deal tonight i could do that but if you said to me hey um call college basketball highlights or hockey highlights or things like that i'd be like yo um i'm i'm kind of lost here
1: so i again, mean listen both yeah. incredibly hard okay but i would say that you are underselling delivering a monologue on a late night show as well
3: no, I'm just saying that um, I'd rather have more opportunity. You think you
1: could putz your way through it Yes, better, right. That's exactly
3: right. No, no joke. I really, <laughs> I really think I have a better chance thinking on my feet and communicating with the audience.
1: I've with, never seen a late-night host get booed and, like, get the vaudevillian cane off the stage. I feel like that would happen to you. It'd be like it, the gong It's show.
3: possible. It's possible. Yeah. But here's the thing. Yeah. I'd probably get pulled off the set of Sports Center faster.
1: Oh, yeah, because you as soon as they like flip to something you weren't intimately familiar with, right I mean they have, it's it, listen, I've never done Sports Center, but I've done Get Up, um, which has elements of Sport Center in it when they do highlights and stuff or whatever in the morning. And it's hard, I, listen, I do those NBA studio shows um, where you know you got to do the half times and you're doing some highlights. It's not easy, it's hard.
3: Frankly, it's not something I'd ever really want to do. I mean I mean these guys who do it and these ladies who do it. But that's they why it asked. Amazing. That's why yeah. I asked.
1: But I'm actually look, I'm impressed that you uh you have some self awareness. Yeah, well but <laughs> although but again, you did co- you did just say you could do Jimmy Kimmel's job, which is I'm
3: saying that if you if you said, Hey Kaplan, go fill in for Jimmy Kimmel, okay, or go feel, fill in for Stan Verrett, I feel more confident filling in for Jimmy Kimmel than I do for Stan Verrett. Shout out Stan and Neil. Yeah. So, listen, breaking news, and it's being widely reported now, George.
1: Yes, Adam Schefter broke it initially, yes.
3: Rams offensive coordinator Kevin O'Connell is now likely, and lots of people are now saying it's a done deal, going to be the Vikings' next head coach Mm -hmm. because apparently Jim Harbaugh was there today and left and went back to Michigan and said, I'm staying, which kind of shocked a lot of people. And so the next guy, apparently, is Kevin O'Connell. And when I say next guy, is Kevin O'Connell the next guy to go from Sean McVay and have just tremendous success like Zach Taylor's bringing the Cincinnati Bengals to L.A. for the Super Bowl? You know, like LaFleur up in Green Bay who's every year right there on the doorstep. Um, Staley's only a one-year understudy and didn't make the playoffs. But, man, I couldn't be more happy for Kevin O'Connell. I've known this kid, George. I watched him play high school ball. I watched him play college ball. I watched him try and make his way through the NFL uh, as a player, then then make his way as a coach. And he's a young guy, smart guy, and um, handsome guy. Oh, by the way, I'll yeah, have he you is know he's a handsome he's fellow. A Very, very handsome. I fellow. feel
1: like the McVay tree has a lot of handsome fellows to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, they all have like I mean, good uh, hair. floor
3: good product. I mean, you know yeah. uh,
1: what's his name? Zach Taylor. He's not a bad looking dude. You know what I mean? Right. Like, but this O'Connell. You know what I mean? He's he's a dreamboat.
3: Yeah. Kevin O'Connell, dreamboat is a very good word for, for Kevin
4: O'Connell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just called him a dreamboat. He did. He did. He was lovely. Very, very sweet. <gasps> oh, it good. Haven't you seen, uh,
1: um, what was the name of that? Uh, Grease. That's what they used in the movie Grease. Remember? They called him a dreamboat.
4: Yeah. I just haven't heard it in a long time. Yeah. It was a good pull. Yeah, oh, and is. in
1: uh, Back to the Future, they called Marty McFly a dreamboat, if I recall correctly. His mom, which is kind of weird, <laughs> pretty amazing yeah. spoiler though. alert if you didn't see the movie in 1985
3: no, I, I think everybody's yeah. cool with that now yeah, yeah. i think you can go ahead and say that yeah. wow it's pretty amazing though i mean think about this you ready mm-hmm. um people criticize the nfl because of the lack of um you know hiring of minority coaches we've been through this over the last two days right and you have a guy like kevin o'connell who is not the play caller like you have a guy like eric Bieniemy in kansas city who's supposed to be kind of the next guy and the knock is he's not the play caller. And then you come back and you go, yeah, but these McVay guys, they all succeed. So I want a McVay guy. Yeah. And that, that's, that's why, you know, this, this whole story that's been going on the last 24 hours, that's the hard part of all of it. Is, I mean, know, gosh, I like this guy. I like that guy. I don't know. I, I think I
1: want an offensive coordinator job with the Rams. I mean, oh, maybe I'll maybe. become like someone, you know, important in the NFL.
3: You don't even need to have an offensive coordinator job. You can be the quarterback coach. And right. get a head coaching job.
1: There you go. Hey, Sean, give me a job, bro. Seriously. I mean, Jim Harwell, by hard. the way, this, all, this whole thing, I, I'm telling you, was a huge ruse. He wanted to go to the dolphins. <laughs> I said this on national television the other day on around the horn that I felt the whole thing was a ruse because he wanted to go to the dolphins. He had flirted with the dolphins multiple times. He has a relationship with Stephen Ross. But Ross went to Michigan. He's a huge Michigan donor. Right? He and said, he said at his press conference when, they fi- when he fired Brian Flores that he wouldn't go after Harbaugh because he wouldn't take him from his alma mater. So they were, I think they were using Minnesota as like the go-between so then he can say, well, I, he was going to leave anyway, so I was going to take him from Minnesota. But, of course, this scandal breaks out, and Harbaugh's like, oh, hell no, I ain't dealing with that. And he went back to Michigan. No one will ever admit that, but I am willing to say the whole thing was a ruse. Well, I like your
3: conspiracy theories. I mean, the last two days, you've come up with a couple of them. You know, like your whole Bill Belichick theory. My reckless he-
1: speculation, which, by the way, Lindsay, how many people came – weren't there, like, reports or people, like, were saying uh, – former players or whatever, or whatever people in the NFL were saying that I, I could have been on to something?
4: There was a lot of people talking about that today, and I listened to – you know, the station back in Cleveland, and Rod Cherry, who used to play for Bill Belichick, said, Yeah, wouldn't put it past like I wouldn't put it past Bill Belichick to do something like that. To right. Do it all on purpose.
3: Right. Yeah. I, I mean, listen, Nobody I'm did, telling did, did you. Bill Belichick is thinking to himself, Oh, you know what's gonna happen? I'll do Three dimensional chess, Bill Belichick. And, and then he'll sue everybody, and then he'll out me, and then I'll blow this whole thing up, because that's what I want to do.
1: No, I don't think he, he's not getting sued. He may get drawn into like a uh by the way, Matt Miller, who works for us at ESPN here, he's one of our draft guys. Uh, Bill Belichick knew what he was doing, and this is payback for the NFL for Deflategate. I love yeah, it. I mean, I he's, love he's, it. He's hey, just, I love like,
4: these creating, conspiracy theories. He's creating, like, a bleep storm, you know? Like, that's, that's what he's this doing. Is, this is she payback did. for Deflategate. Dave love Siren
1: it. tweeted, what if Bill Belichick is, was doing the Larry David, quote, accidental text on purpose?
4: That's so Larry David.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying, when I said it yesterday, I told you, there was, like, 99.9999999 infinity chance that it was a mistake. But I'm leaving like one, million, one, one millionth of a percent that he might have done it on purpose.
3: Yeah. Well, listen, um, if for nothing else, it makes for great speculation, which I personally love. Okay. I love a good story. Keep Particularly of them the to reckless me. kind you love. Yes. Oh, my God. For, of yeah. course, of the reckless yeah. kind. Yeah. Those are my fave. Yeah. You know, I like to write them and read them.
1: Yeah. Hey, in speaking this case, of.
3: You gave it to me.
1: Speaking of faves, 710 ESPN has your tickets to see the battle for the Lombardi Trophy. Keep listening for the super sounder. When you hear it, be caller 7 at 877 espn and you can qualify to win a pair of super tickets for the big game. We're going to be doing that in all our local shows, Travis and Sliwa, Mason and Ireland, and ourselves each and every hour during those shows uh, up until, you know, through next week, basically. So 710 super ticket giveaway on your championship radio station, 710 ESPN. All right, we're back with Radio Tinder in two and a half minutes.
0: Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. All
1: right, Linz, what
4: do you got? All right, well, Charles Oakley is doing the media rounds right now because, of course, he's got a new book out that he's trying to promote. He does with Frank
1: Isola is the author, our pal uh, here at ESPN.
4: Yes, and in Charles Oakley fashion, he's got hot takes, including one about the Lakers. Uh Oakley told Sirius XM NBA radio, quote, you know, LeBron, his legacy right now is that he definitely wants to win a championship before he retires. He might leave L.A. to get it. I don't know if it'll be Cleveland, could be somewhere else, but he left twice. He'll leave again. Do you guys agree with Charles Oakley? Sedano, swipe left or swipe right. All
1: right. I don't want to say anything that's going to get me aggregated. So aggregators. Stand down, okay? What I would say is I don't believe that he will leave the Lakers, okay? I'm going to say that on the front end. But let's just say there's been some – I've heard some rumblings that he perhaps is longing for days of more structure that he may have had elsewhere is what I would say. Not that he'd actually leave, but that he wishes some of the things that were implemented in other places he was at – would be the way that it ran here, um, again, again. Doesn't mean he's, I'm not saying he leaves the Lakers. I and by the way, I think he can make that change. Like I think he is capable of implementing whatever he wants uh, from a strategy culture perspective. Like I think he's capable of doing that. I think he will, and he'll do it here in L.A.
4: So are you swiping left? Swiping. Or
1: right? uh, I'm I'm going left, right, because I don't think he's going to leave. Okay. Yeah, I don't believe Charles Oakley.
3: So that was really interesting because what I think I heard you say was that LeBron wants Eric Spolstra.
1: I did not say that.
3: Oh, I thought that's what I'm sorry might be might be that's what I thought I heard I, did
1: not say, I just said he's longing for some structure and culture and stability and things that he's had at other places. Um, and I think that he can inst- he can help instill those things because he's lived through it and he's done it um, many times over. So
4: read the tea leaves, Mm. you know. But he's not leaving the
1: Lakers. Okay, well I'm gonna. I will bet you anything you want. He's not leaving the Lakers.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna swipe left with George here because I think also again I always say it this way: LeBron didn't sign with the Lakers as a free agent basketball player. LeBron did a deal where he put his brand together with their brand. They're now business partners. And so I don't think LeBron is planning on leaving L.A. because LeBron got so much going on in L.A. Not that he couldn't fly back in and out and not that he doesn't have an entire team of people working for him. The other part of it is this. At some point, other teams are going to be like, do we even want LeBron? He's 37. He gets hurt every year.
1: Okay, the answer to that part is yes.
3: Yeah, every him. single no, no, really listen, team. Look at how he's playing this year. I yeah. got it. But, yeah. but as he gets older, okay, and he and he's hurt As he seemingly gets older every year,
4: and and he defies time, he's which he's not been hurt every listen, year. Come he's on. been
3: great so far this year. He's been great, but again, you know, I'm just saying out loud here. Like, if I'm another team, am I like, eh, do I want LeBron now? You know, I mean, we're not getting LeBron in his prime, even though he's played great this year and he scored a ton of points. He's hurt a lot. I mean, it's
4: kind of our criticism of Anthony Davis. No, you cannot compare LeBron's injuries to Anthony Davis. Come well, on. Let me
3: ask you a question: Who's more important on the team? Uh, LeBron. LeBron right. is
4: still more important.
3: Yes, right. And and LeBron, unfortunately, sadly, you know, I knew a wise man who used to always say this phrase. Hmm, how did it go? Something like, "The best predictor of future injuries is past injuries."
1: Uh, that is this man. Yeah, I've
4: said that before. Oh, oh yeah. LeBron and didn't I, even I, like miss time for injuries until his first year with the Lakers.
1: And every year since he had one stint in Cleveland with the back, like in 2014, the first year he was there. But outside of that, yes,
3: just saying, listen, I'm just no, saying listen,
1: that. I, I I agree with you. he's going to get hurt more as time goes by. Of course, that's going to happen. But I still think that I I just think they have to look at this. They have to take a hard look at themselves in the mirror. And that means everyone. OK, including him. Right. Uh, this offseason and figure out what the move is. And what I I mean by move is not LeBron moving away. I I mean move within the Lakers construct.
4: Mm -hmm. Okay. So next one. Uh, Competition at the 2022 Winter Olympics starts a bit early in Beijing, a few days before the opening ceremony takes place, which will be on February 4th. That's Friday. Well, several events began today, with more to come tomorrow before the official opening of the Winter Games. Some Team USA defending gold medalists who are back at the Olympics that you may recognize this year include snowboarders Sean White, Jamie Anderson, Red Gerard, and Chloe Kim. Those were the only um, gold medalists that I saw on the list that are returning that I've heard of. There's probably others, but that's just to name a few of like the more popular athletes. You don't know so, who
3: the uh, people are in curling, those great no, gold medalists from Wisconsin?
4: I wish I did, because curling's I I, fan, I made that it's. Up. It's very uh, fascinating to watch curling, Mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. I mean, the
1: Canadians are like the most dominant curlers ever. I mean, they created the damn
4: thing. I want to learn how to curl. But are you guys fans of the Olympics? Swipe left or swipe right?
3: So I will swipe right and say I am a fan of the Olympics, and I really love the winter games. And I like the summer games, too. But I love the winter games. I, really? I do. You like the oh, winter yeah.
1: games more than the summer games? Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I'm, Ice I'm up. skating.
3: Yeah. No, no, no. But like, I like. The I mean, this, are you skiing. saying this because
1: you're in Mammoth Mountain?
3: I am in Mammoth Mountain. I have skied very much like a local this week, George. You know, podcast in the morning, couple hours of skiing in the afternoon, right onto the radio. So I'm feeling very local, and I'm feeling very ski e, okay. very winter Olympic yeah. Peekaboo. But I do like the winter games. I like downhill skiing. I like. I like slalom and giant slalom skiing. I like the freestyle, the jumping. I like Sean White. I mean, I do. I like the Winter Games. I'm kind of confused with how the how the Olympics got back into China so quick. Didn't they just have the Summer Games a couple of years
1: ago? 2008, yeah. It oh, the first oh, time to oh, have the first city to ever have, Beijing's first city to ever have it twice.
3: Really, 2008? Is that that like long twice ago?
1: in the Winter and Summer. Like back, like you know, have like both have each uh, of the uh, different Olympics. Is my, is my I
3: point. like the Winter Games. I'm going to be watching.
1: Because obviously said L.A. That. has had it multiple times, and there's other cities that have it multiple times. And it's but coming not back. Not winter and summer, yeah.
3: It's coming back to L.A.
1: Yeah. It is, but summer only, right. They're not having the Winter Olympics here. So, um, All right. What's next? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm swiping right. I like the Olympics. I don't love the Winter Olympics like I like the Summer Olympics, but, you know, I'll watch it. Sure.
4: I, I love, like I said, figure skating. That's my jam. I don't yeah. know any of the figure skaters, but I'm still going to watch it. I, I'm
1: big on wrapping myself in the flag in these situations. Like, I, I love, you like know. Jim
4: Craig? Literally.
1: Yeah I, I, yeah, I like watching the Olympics, you know. I like watching World Cup soccer or, you know, CONCACAF Cup. Like, you know, I don't watch soccer things. every night. but but, you know. but let
3: me tell you something real quick on this. You know, we talk about the Rams fans and creating generations of Rams fans. When I'm 10 years old, and I hear the legendary Al Michaels say, do you believe in miracles? Yes. Yeah. I'm a 10-year-old kid watching the USA team, you know, a ragtag team of college kids beat these Soviet professionals. Yeah. And so now, 40 years later, that's why someone like me still likes the Winter Games.
1: Right. And then you were into the Iron Sheik after who was ripping you, uh, ripping uh, the USA.
3: Pua USA. Iran number one. Yeah. Iran number one.
1: Yeah. Poor USA. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. All right, what's next, Lint?
4: All right, well, speaking of World Cup, uh, the United States men's national team is in the midst of a crucial run of World Cup qualifying games. And tonight they're taking on Honduras in St. Paul, Minnesota. It's like super
1: cold there right now.
4: (laughs) Yeah, they said the reported temperatures are going to be in the negatives and they're going to, quote, expose the skin to frostbite within eight minutes. So should they have postponed this game? Swipe left or swipe right, Sedano?
1: Uh no, they should have relocated the damn yes, game. Why are they go.
4: playing in Saint
1: Paul, Minnesota, right. in January?
4: Yeah, and don't Who's they have a brand new that?
3: stadium? Don't don't they have a brand new stadium in downtown Minneapolis? They could play well, indoors. They could have played it indoors, yep.
1: but they're not. They don't play soccer indoors, bro. They had a indoor soccer league. They're not playing World Cup style soccer indoors. That's not happening. I do
3: remember when the World Cup was in the United States. This is back in nineteen ninety. I don't remember Six, what year. Two, three, four. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, four. And yeah, they did Ford. play. Tony Miola in, was the right, goalkeeper. They, they yeah. played in Detroit in, in played the played for Silver the Jets Dome. for
1: a few minutes too.
3: That's right, he did.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, but they uh they're not doing that. So but yeah, they should have relocated it. Like who goes to St. Paul? Look, I'm furious because I gotta go to like I know, normally I'm going to Dallas for this game on Friday night. Sixers and Mavs for ESPN. <laughs> And I'm just I he literally told one of my NBA friends I was on the phone with him. A guy who works for the league and I was like, "Yo, so you want to have dinner at this like outdoor spot here near the hotel whatever." He's like, "Dude, it's going to be 25 degrees." I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "There's like a snowstorm coming to Dallas." There's never a snowstorm in Dallas. It's happened like 3 times in like the last the Super Bowl a few years 20 ago. years and one I have I will now be there for two of them. Yeah. Good Lord, I
3: mean, god, it was the roads were so icy. People it was were awful. flying all over
1: yeah. the place. Yeah, it was awful. It was yeah. awful. Awful. Anyway, uh what's next, Lins? Give us one more.
4: All right. So facing a shortage of workers, Domino's is hoping to incentivize its customers to choose carry-out over delivery. So beginning Monday through May, Domino's is going to be quote, tipping customers. if they order online and choose carryout. The credit can be used on a future online carryout order. The promotion is supposed to help alleviate the stress on its limited number of workers right before the Super Bowl, which is one of the company's biggest sales days. Would you guys forego the convenience of delivery if you got free food or restaurant credit? Swipe left or swipe right, Cap?
3: I'll swipe right. Um, Here's the thing. First of all, they've set the gratuity now at $3. You give me a $3 tip? Does that mean when your driver shows up I give him a $3 tip? Am I being cheap if I give 3? Or are you being cheap by only giving me 3?
4: I think it's just like a gimmick. Oh,
3: you know? okay, got it. Okay. They're, they're trying sure.
4: to discourage you from ordering delivery.
3: Well, I got to tell you something.
4: If if on the rare
3: occasion I actually do get Domino's, I prefer to go get it because they have a deal. It's like a medium with two toppings for 5.99 if you go in. And I'm like, all right, I got all these kids. I got kids over at the house. Yo, I walk in. I'll take 10 of those things. And it's awesome. And especially the thin crust. I got to I gotta give it up. Domino's, your thin crust is really good.
1: Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty. I mean, I generally, if I order Domino's, it's thin crust. The kids like Domino's, so sometimes I order the regular crust for them. But, yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's a great deal. I'm swiping right. I am totally in. I just told you, I'm good at driving to the mom-and-pop place to pick up food all the time. So I'm totally in on that. All right, that is big. uh wrong segment that is radio tinder each and every day at 5:30. all right we got one more segment to go because we got laker game coming up in just a few minutes we will turn it over to sliwa and michael sh- shortly uh but coming up next we did mention um you know we had the lebron conversation there we will give you an update on the injury situation and how with lebron specifically it could be a little longer than you expect we'll tell you that in just a few moments
0: Again, try Jet's signature eight corner pizza and get five dollars off with code eight save. That's the number eight SAVE. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be.
1: Not my favorite J Lo song, I gotta be honest with you.
3: It's a-ight. Feeling it right now. It was tight. But I dug it. How about Christy Brinkley, sixty eight years old? You know that when I was a kid, she was like the first like major mega superstar, supermodel. And then, you know, the marriage to Billy Joel and they were like they were like one of the hottest things going back then. And like, I got to think like the late 80s, I guess. And then they got divorced. Like you know, she half still of us. looks
4: amazing.
3: Yeah. Remember her in the movie um, Vacation with Chevy Chase, where uh, they're driving cross country to go to Wally World. You know, sorry, folks. Uh, parks closed. Moose at the door should have told you. Um, you guys remember that movie? Yeah, I do. Now, Christy Brinkley was drove up next to Chevy Chase. He's in the family truckster. She's in the Ferrari. Next thing you know, they're skinny dipping in the hotel pool.
1: Yes, I do remember that. I'm not going to lie.
4: I didn't even know that was her.
3: You don't have to lie. Just, just be honest. We, we discussed this yesterday. No more lying.
4: I just was.
1: I uh, I loved her cameos in Parks and Rec. I thought she was great there on that show. I don't know if anyone I, else I,
3: was. I I'm show. not even going to lie. I, you never I, watched that I've never even that seen show. that. I've never even seen it. Not gonna lie,
1: you've never seen. I, I mean, I'm not surprised by you. You know, you've never seen Parks and Rec. So. Nah,
3: it's just one that I never really got into.
1: It's good. She watched and that the was. Uh,
3: what was the name of the two actresses from uh, from SNL? Is that them?
1: The Parks actresses. and Rec. Amy. Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler was on that show. Oh,
3: yeah. not not Tina Fey.
1: No, Tina Fey was on Thirty Rock with Alec Baldwin.
3: Ah, ah. Got it. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Uh, Christy Brinkley uh played Gail uh Gergich on Parks and Rec. She was um Gail Gergic? Uh, yeah. She, <laughs> she was <laughs> nice. she was Jerry's wife. Jerry was like this big, heavy set dude in the office that everybody made fun of. Um so when they visited his house and met his wife, everybody in the house everybody in the office was like Wait, you're Jerry's wife? It was hilarious. And she then had a cameo every so often after that. It was funny.
3: Gail Gergich. Gergich. Oh, Gergich. Yeah,
1: Gail Gergich. It's a great show. Like, honestly, the first season, I think it was only six episodes, was like, meh. But season two of Parks and Rec... I will put it up with any other network comedy I've ever seen. Like yeah, if well, a lot
3: of people will a lot of people will argue
1: the office. I'm not one of them. I, I like Parks and Rec. Well you've never seen probably either is my guess. That's
3: true. I'm <laughs> just saying that there's a Oh my to be So had. You,
4: you so you can't debate.
3: No, no, I can't.
4: I You're can't. not qualified.
3: Not even close. <laughs> not even close to qualifying.
4: Oh, it's so funny!
3: I knew it. I knew you were seen the quote. Either. A
4: lot of people, when he says "a when lot," say, of say, when I say a lot, that means l- you don't know what you're talking no,
3: about." No, it means literally. <laughs> no, it is your tell. Like if you, if, if, if,
1: if this was like if we were playing poker, that would be your tell yeah. for sure. A, a lot, lot of people, people a think million. I should go all in yeah. here. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that's your. You would be. A, I would imagine you're not a great poker player. Let me
3: ask everybody: Is there anybody out there who thinks? Wants to represent the hundreds of millions yeah. that think The Office is better than Parks and Rec. You can debate. Oh, there's debate a lot George. of people.
1: I, 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 So I had that. Mm-hmm. That's one of like the hottest takes I've ever had on Around the Horn. I did that as my Facetime, and it was like insane how many people watched that video and also commented on that video on their Twitter account. Of like people defending me and people calling me like an insane person. It was it was great.
2: Parks was and Rec hard. is way better. Thank you, Sedano, for putting me up on that show because I had not seen it before. Yeah, I like Parks and
1: Rec better. Like, yeah, I do. So do I. I just think it's the office funnier.
2: Is, eh. Well, the problem with The Office is too many characters. It's just a lot.
1: Too many characters. Too so many. Parks there, and Rec is, like, the perfect amount there. of characters.
2: Oh, well, yeah, well, whatever. I don't got time for that many people. It's like, hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah, bro. I mean, listen. I did it with Game of Thrones, and it was, at the beginning, I was like, bro, there's so many people in this damn thing, you know? How far did and you make it into Game
3: of Thrones? Did you make it through the whole thing? Of course. Okay,
2: I didn't I know. I watched it.
1: <laughs> I, I started... When season six was going, and I caught up, like, after, wow. like, a couple weeks. I did two weeks in a row. My wife and I binged, like, five seasons in two weeks. So
3: no- nobody here other than me is watching and current on Ozark. Is that
1: right? Nope. No. It's
3: a really good
2: show, guys.
1: Yeah, I mean, people like it. It's just not for me. It's not my thing.
2: I don't got time for that. I well, got two jobs in school, bro. That's ain't hey, nobody hey, got time for that man Mm-mm. yeah hey look bro I, same for me <laughs>
3: you know that's why i haven't been able to finish ted lasso right.
2: no you started a new show without finishing the old one
1: yeah, Two new shows. We, we discussed this you're already the guy who finish, who starts the book reads 10 pages and then like ah, i'll get to it later
3: no then i read another book for 10 pages and yeah. then eventually yeah. i get back to it
1: yeah hey speaking of getting back to it so lebron the latest with lebron is not ideal he's out tonight Here's Dave McMiniman earlier today on NBA Today about LeBron's future status. In the practice facility earlier today, LeBron wasn't here. He continues to do treatment options away from the team. Frank Vogel said he's a special type of player, and so we trust him to take care of his body away from our resources. But he's listed as doubtful for tonight's game. The expectation is that he'll miss his fourth straight game because of the swelling in his left knee. And he's not going to play again until that swelling subsides. The Lakers are sticking by that plan. They believe if he plays with the swelling in there, he could be at risk of further injuring himself. I'm told from a source close to LeBron, they are exploring all options when it comes to treatment, except they have ruled out the possibility of PRP. He will not be going with PRP as part of his ramp-up to try to get back onto the court.
3: All right, I'll ask ask the question since since I got to be the dummy and sound like the dummy. PRP.
1: It's like a, uh, a plasma treatment. Yes, they like plate, spin plate your blood in plasma. plasma. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Kobe well, did it.
3: I mean, listen, uh, you'll have to excuse me uh, for not knowing about the plasma spin on... Uh, I didn't know what that treatment was. That yeah, it's, was um,
1: it's pretty common amongst like fame, like a lot of like big time athletes have done it over the years.
3: Okay, well, just need a slight explanation because, you know, I don't know all the different things that you say in texting the other day you told me IRL in wait, real life you thought, life.
0: <laughs>
1: you thought PRP already, was yeah. like some sort of acronym for something right like you I thought it like, was
4: like BRB
1: yeah <laughs> like be right back <laughs> yeah, well <laughs> I was like play by play but there's an R in the middle <laughs> <laughs> PRP. How did, Come on, know that. did you use hold on the, the, the pregame show can wait a minute all right. Did you, you you said you used IRL in real yeah, life right. with your with your family. What did yeah. you
3: use it for? Yeah, my fifteen year old kid, we were talking about something, and she says, I want a new dog, and I'm like, Yeah, I don't think we're ready for one, IRL. And she's like, What's IRL? And I'm like, In real life, how do you oh, not know hell. that? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you, kid? Wow. And what did she say? She's like, Oh, that's really cool. I'm gonna start using it too. So <laughs> now we're all using it. <laughs> I'm going to start using PRP when I start figuring out what it means.
1: Yeah, don't use PRP because it has nothing to do with what you think it <laughs> might be. Yes. All right, we're done here. Excellent work, Kaplan.
3: Yeah, excellent job, everybody. I'm going to go see my little breezy right about now.
1: Oh, my God. All right, excellent work, Lindsay and Laura. Uh, the pregame show with Sliwa and Michael are up next See you.